Welcome to Real News on this Thursday late night, and I'm going to discuss day four of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. So, following a series of emotional, intense courthouse sessions this week, today's proceedings commenced this morning at the New York courthouse with testimony given by the fourth witness of the trial, Paul Kane of New York City Professional Children's School. Kane was asked by prosecutors to verify the validity of a document listing Jeffrey Epstein as a person of financial responsibility for a 12th grade student's application to New York City's Professional Children's School. Paul would then be cross-examined and excused by the defense. Paul Kane's testimony would result in several objections and a sidebar regarding the legitimacy of information displayed on the document after the defense attempted to misrepresent evidence to the jury by leading the witness. Dr. Lisa Rocio, the fifth witness to take the stand, was introduced by the prosecution as a grooming prevention expert. Her testimony would discuss known and repeated strategies also employed by Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein to groom underage sex trafficking victims. These predatory behaviors, including establishing relationships with the parent of the child in an effort to gain the child's trust, persuading trafficking victims with gifts or money, gradually normalizing sexual assault and abuse, and isolating their victims from potential support groups. Dr. Lisa Rush's recollection of previous instances of abuse she's observed during her time as a professional paints an incredible picture of the predatory, manipulative strategies pursued by pedophiles that aim to groom children for sex. This is what she said on the stand. I've seen grooming in the Boy Scouts through a special camping trip or jewelry, anything to make the children feel they are appreciated. Continuous objections to Dr. Lisa Rocio's testimony by the defense would provoke the day's first private sidebar called by Judge Nathan. Dr. Lisa Rocio's made statements acknowledging the high occurrence of repeated abuse suffered by child sex trafficking victims. Responding, it's very common when asked, how often is it for a child to be abused by the same perp? The grooming prevention expert would also explain that it's statistically unlikely for any child who is being sex trafficked to attempt to report the abuse to the police. Cross-examination of Dr. Rocio would soon bring several objections from prosecution as defense attempted to lead the witness to comment on unrelated hypothetical situations related to the effect of brain injuries and alcohol on memory recall. Judge Nathan sustained several objections made on the grounds of lacking foundational relevance. Ghislaine Maxwell's defense team excused Dr. Rocio. Juan Alicio was called by prosecution next, the sixth individual to occupy the witness stand. Juan, who was from Ecuador, stated he was formerly employed by Lex, Wexner, Lex Wexner's mother. Juan had worse at Miss Wexner's house where he had met Jeffrey Epstein who eventually hired him as a house manager. Juan would proceed to disclose he possessed a close relationship with both Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein stating he had his own room in Epstein's Palm Beach mansion 
and he would also bring his wife and other girls to help him when working for the now deceased pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Juan would also describe Ghislaine Maxwell as the lady of Epstein's house, stating Maxwell accompanied him to Palm Beach 95% of the time. Juan also suggested he had reduced contact with Epstein once Maxwell started handling Jeffrey's schedule and affairs. Alessio would proceed to reference a checklist given to him by Maxwell stating specifics relating to how employees of Jeffrey Epstein were expected to conduct themselves. One line read, remember that you see nothing, hear nothing, say nothing, except to answer a question directed at you. Other requests made by Maxwell that he felt were particularly degrading were also detailed providing insight into efforts made by Ghislaine Maxwell within her social life to demean and humiliate those around her. Alicia also disclosed a a visit to Epstein Island. He said, I once was on a cruise with my wife to St. Thomas. They picked us up and showed us little St. James. It was huge. Juan proceeded to inform prosecution of the normalized routine of Epstein's child sex abuse stating he remembered Epstein would receive three massages a day. Alicia would describe numerous occasions that he had cleaned up Jeffrey Epstein's massage room. This testimony would also identify several other individuals that were present at Epstein's Palm Beach mansion, specifically mentioning the presence of Ghislaine Maxwell's assistant, Sarah Kellen, and recalling several instances of witnessing Jane the 14-year-old girl that I talked about the other day that took the stand, and Epstein's child sex trafficking victim, Virginia Jeff, Jeff Roberts, at Epstein's Florida address. Alicia also testified as to the authenticity of both Epstein black books. Both the 1997 copy and 2015 copy leaked. Also mentioning Ghislaine Maxwell kept a call directory, a black book, engraved with initials that he had witnessed. Juan stated he had seen these books on several separate separate occasions and recalled they were full of names, acknowledging the evidence as known to him. This is very significant in this trial, as it allows attorneys to reference the black book as legitimate accounts of evidence providing tools for prosecution to evaluate the motivation for Epstein possessing such relationship with children. Thursday's court proceeding would also conclude that Alicia identifying several individuals present in photos with Epstein that were on display inside Epstein's Palm Beach mansion. Juan stated there were photos of Epstein with important people, Donald Trump, the Pope, Fidel Castro, I think. End of quote. Alicia also stated he had been questioned by police after receiving 6300 from Epstein, but was not arrested. Juan recalled signing a non-disclosure agreement when working for Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein, a calming tactic employed by Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Alicia's testimony will continue tomorrow as defense opens proceedings with a cross-examination of witness Alicia. Day 5 trial coverage is available tomorrow as prosecution builds up significant testimony that demonstrates the global reach of Jeffrey Epstein's relationship and operation. 
Juan's efforts to identify several influential individuals present in Epstein photos will provide further grounds for lines of questioning focused on discerning the implicit involvement of these public figures. So this is getting interesting, folks. I don't think Ghislaine Maxwell is going to walk. I think the only way Ghislaine Maxwell is getting out of it is if she's killed or if she kills herself. What do you think? Hope you like listening to this. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, please hit the follow button. Please like and share it with your friends. And if you have a comment you want to drop me, you can do so at realnewsocala at gmail.com.